Hello and welcome to Voicebox, Public Radio's eclectic weekly music series all about the art of singing and the best of the vocal music scene from the Bay Area and beyond. I'm Chloe Veltman and it's a great pleasure to be here with you tonight, as always. This evening's show is devoted to looking at an important and very beautiful genre of vocal music from the Western classical music canon, German Lieder. A lead is the German word for song. In classical music circles, the term is usually used to describe a type of 19th century art song composed to a literary German poem. The poetry at the heart of a lead is often focused on pastoral or romantic themes, and the songs are commonly arranged for a solo vocalist and piano. This evening, with the help of my two wonderful in-studio guests, we're going to explore some of the greatest lieder ever written by such composers as Franz Schubert, Robert Schumann, Johann Brahms, Hugo Wolf, Richard Strauss, Gustav Mahler and Richard Wagner. We'll also hear from and chat about the fantastic singers and pianists who have made this repertoire their own over the years and how lieder can be taught to young singers. So without further ado, I'd like to say hello to my special guests, Maxine Bernstein, the founder and director of a San Francisco-based organisation devoted to promoting the art of the leader, Leader Alive, and singer Kindra Sharich. Thank you for having us, Chloe. It's an honour to be here. Well, it's an honour to have you both. I'll ask Maxine to tell us more about Leader Alive in a bit. Kindra Sharich is a gorgeous mezzo-soprano who's also based here in the Bay Area. Kindra is a recitalist who loves to perform Leader, and she also appears on the opera stage. We'll play some music in a moment, but before we do, I'd like to ask you both a question. What attracts you to Leader in particular? Well, I think that um, Leader is a wonderful marriage of music and poetry that go straight to the heart, and it's very satisfying on many lo- levels, not only to hear it, uh, performed live but also to to sing it it's just feels very satisfying on an artistic level If you've just joined us, welcome. You're listening to Voicebox on KALW 91.7 FM San Francisco. On tonight's programme, we're talking about German leader with Maxine Bernstein, the founder and director of a San Francisco-based organisation devoted to promoting the art of the leader, Leader Alive, and singer Kindra Scharich. We just heard Kathleen Ferrier accompanied by Phyllis Spur on Andi Musik to Music by Franz Schubert. The poem is by Franz Adolf Friedrich von Stober. So, Maxine, just now when we were listening, you said that uh, if you, if that I wanted to ask you at this very moment about why you're inspired by Lida, this would be the moment. So, I'm going to ask you, what is it about that song that shakes you up so much? Well, it is, it is very much the song too, because it's finally a dedication to music. But above all, for me, it's the depth and and beauty of Kathleen Ferrier's natural voice and her singing and to me first we start with a beautiful voice and then the expression falls through it and it's her inspiration while singing the song that actually 
not necessarily specifically just this song, but it's her singing that really brought me to Lida. Oh, I see. It's the natural beauty of a woman singing. Of course, to a point, the, 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 the voice is trained, but I don't hear the training. I feel something deep inside me that, in fact, when I first heard her voice, I'd, I'd never felt in my entire life before. And that's really what led me to Lida is this woman singing. So I'd like to play excerpts now from two more interpretations of Lida by Schubert. The first is Du bist die Ruhe, You Are Peace. The song is a setting of a poem by Friedrich Rückert, and we'll hear it performed by Gundula Janowitz on voice and Erwin Gage on piano. And then we'll hear Kindra Scharich, tonight's special guest, singing Nacht und Träume, Night and Dreams, with words by Matthias von Collin. The recording comes from a live concert performance and features the pianist John Boyagi. Kendra, can you tell us a bit about how you approach the singing of this song, though, before we hear it? Well, I think that when whenever you approach a song that is so well known, like Nacht und Träume, um, you want to um, you want to be able to do it justice <laughs> because right. it's loved, beloved by so many people, and so many have sung it, and so many have sung it exactly. And if if you're going to play the um, clip of Janowitz mm-hmm. just before me, I think that you'll hear in that a gorgeous line that goes through that piece that is just stunning. And I think that with some of these songs, the best. I don't want to say the best approach, but what I think about a lot is to try to maintain that kind of a line. I mean, she's very inspirational to me in the way that she sings Deepest in, in what you're going in the sample that you're going to play. And so I think that whenever I approach a very um, peaceful song like that, that has that kind of writing for the of just sheer line throughout, it's just a short song, it's just two pages. But to just carry that sort of ethereal sense throughout it was uh, foremost in my mind. And um, uh, I think that, that the, the Yanovitz is certainly a wonderful example of that. And, and so from a technical perspective, what are you thinking about when you're, when you're trying to perpetrate that line, that really long line? Is there anything specific that you're working on to help you with that? Well, technically speaking, I would say vowels, 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 breath mm-hmm. and vowels <laughs> is sort of what you what you're thinking of technically, but ultimately we want to be able to throw that away and mm-hmm. just sing the music in the end. I don't want to ever be up in front of an audience thinking breath and vowel. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But in the preparation of it, that certainly that kind of work and thinking about it goes into it. Superb. All right, let's listen now to Du bist die Ruhe and then Nacht und Träume.
You're tuned into Voicebox on KALW. I'm in the studio with Leader Alive founder and director Maxine Bernstein and singer Kendra Scharich. We just heard two interpretations of Leader by Franz Schubert. The first was Du bist die Ruhe, You are Peace. The song is a setting of a poem by Friedrich Rückert, performed by Gundula Janowitz on voice and Erwin Gage on piano. And then we listened to one of my wonderful guests this evening, Kindra Scharich, singing Nacht und Träume, Night and Dreams, with words by Matthias von Collin. The recording comes from a live concert performance and features the pianist John Boyardi. Kindra, how did you come to sing Lieder? Well, I mean, I suppose I was a teenager. Um, you start, when you start voice lessons, typically, uh, uh, you may sing some sort of smaller uh, leader. Um, so maybe when I was 16 or so, I I sang my first lead. Do you remember what it was? I'm just trying to remember. You know, it might have been um, Das Feilchen by Mozart, which is actually not an easy piece to sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why it was the first one that I learned. But um, but anyway, it's it. I fell in love with it very quickly. I've always loved Lieder from from the very beginning. Like Kendra, as as a young singer, I sang Lieder mm. first myself, and the, so I was able to internalize that love while listening to Kathleen Ferrier, Crystal Ludwig, and all the voices that would and still will inspire me th- throughout my life. Let's move on now to listening to some songs by the wonderful Robert Schumann, another great composer of German leader. Um, In the next set of three songs, we're going to hear some gorgeous poetry and two out of the three tracks feature words by Heinrich Heine. Um, I'm curious, what do you find so rich perhaps about Heine's poetry and the poetry of some of the other top leader poets? There is something so rich about the poetry of of leader, just that these oftentimes contemporaries of the composers themselves, and I almost think of it as this joint work of creativity, sort of um, giving birth to this beautiful art form together. And, you know, it's funny, you can have the argument about what's more important, the words or the music, and everybody seems to sort of fall in one camp or the other. But I know that when whenever I'm working on a piece, it's true that we get to sing the music, which is fantastic. But it's also a great um, privilege to be able to work with such ri- rich texts um, and just some incredibly profound uh, poetry. Well, let's listen now to snippets from Three Leader by Schumann. First up is Im Wunderschönen Monat Mai, featuring the tenor Eliazar Rodriguez and John Parr on piano. And then we'll move on to Seit ich ihn gesehen, Since I Saw Him, which features the mezzo-soprano Lorraine Hunt-Lieberson and the pianist Julius Drake. Finally, we'll listen to a recording of Ich grolle nicht, I Bear No Grudge, featuring James Schwabacher on voice and Paul Ononowski on keys. The first and third songs have lyrics by Heinrich Heine and the middle song comes from texts by Adalbert von Camiso. Oh 
das Herz auch bricht. Ich sah dich ja im Traume und sah die Nacht in deines Herzens Traume und sah die Schlange, die dir am Herzens frisst. Ich sah mein Lieb, wie sehr du elend bist. Ich krone nicht, ich krone nicht. This is Voicebox on KALW. Tonight we're exploring the wonderful world of German Lieder, a type of art song that was fashionable in the 19th century and continues to be a staple of the Western classical music canon today. With me in the studio to discuss this important musical genre are Maxine Bernstein, the founder and director of a San Francisco-based organisation devoted to promoting the art of the Lieder, Lieder Alive, and singer Kindra Scharich. Kendra and Maxine, we just heard three very different singers performing a trio of songs by Schumann. Let's talk a little bit about what these vocalists mean to, to you. Um, let's start with Eliazar Rodriguez's performance of Im Wunderschöner Monat Mai, in the wonderful month of May. What, what is, what is, is, is uh, Eliazar's voice to you, Maxine? I find it speaks directly to me personally. I, I, I loved his voice from the beginning and his youthful passion. He's, I think, only 23 years old at the time of this recording. Yeah. He's he, maybe 24 by now. <laughs> Is he still in the Bay Area? I know he was here for a while. No, he's actually in Germany working. Okay, good <laughs> he's, for him. He's, he's been hired by two different German houses and will be performing in Karlsruhe, next season I believe it is well, that's very exciting yes yeah and uh, John Parr heard him and has invited him to become part of the ensemble there so that's very exciting right so let's just uh, John Parr so that's the the pianist that we're going to hear a lot of this evening who's been very closely involved with uh, the San Francisco classical music scene uh, he's uh, plays with the San Francisco opera and we'll talk about him in more detail later on but just to, to put that in context for our listeners John Parr is, is going to be leaving San Francisco very shortly and, and heading where? To, to Karlsruhe. To Karlsruhe. To when? Karlsruhe in Germany. Okay yes. and what's he going to be doing there? He will be as he is here in San Francisco currently chief of music staff and as well as that in Karlsruhe he will have a great part in the artistic decisions and running of the organisation and the hiring of singers. That's very exciting that he's yes. kind of picking up on artists, young artists here in the Bay Area and, and giving them opportunities abroad. So that, really excellent. Very glad to hear it. So let's move on to Lorraine Hunt-Lieberson's beautiful version of Zeitig in Gesehen. What about that voice, that singer? Well, of all the singers who've been alive in my lifetime, I was never fortunate enough to hear Kathleen Ferrier alive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something for me in the lineage of the simplicity of a woman singing that Lorraine Hunt-Lieberson has. And for me, it's eternal. A question for you, Kendra. Um, when you're singing a lead that sort of stands on its own versus one that comes from a song cycle, do you have different approaches to how you perform a song that's part of a bigger thing versus one that's sort of its own standalone piece? 
a lot of it depends on whether or not the songs in the cycle tell are, are connected in some way. Um, in, in terms of the story mm-hmm. that you're telling. In Frau und Liebe und Leben, it is a s- complete story, but oftentimes in a, in a cycle, the songs are not necessarily related, except for perhaps by by poet or something. Yeah. So, for example, um, Rukert Lieder comes to mind mm-hmm. um, they're, uh, Mal, by Mahler. Mm-hmm. Um, all the poetry is by Rukert, but there's not necessarily a relationship between the songs. They sort of stand alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the the beautiful thing about a cycle that's where the pieces are related or where you know you're telling a whole story throughout the cycle is that you have those relationships to sort of to draw on mm-hmm. the relationships between the song and that can be very satisfying and very fun to do but sometimes um when you have the the standalone song um it's not it you it's not that you necessarily have so much less to go on it's just that it's nice in this cycle to to have the extra to kind of sink your teeth into the third song in the last set, Ich Golle Nicht, um, was sung by James Schwabacher. Now, he's a figure who is very prominent on the Bay Area classical music scene. What can you tell us about um, his career and voice? His dedication to keeping this art form alive was, I believe, peerless in, in this town. I mean, he, as well as being one of the founders of the Merrilla program to keep opera alive he was also co-founder of San Francisco performances with Ruth Felt which has been the largest organization to promote leader in this town and any 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 famous singer who comes here to sing leader is is going to be produced by Ruth Felt and, and James Schwabacher was with her when the organization was founded and was a great part of it. He he had a, a balance of a big, broad artistic soul. He, as well as singing himself, he'd love to teach and work with other singers. And he had family money, which he chose to use, not ever for the betterment of his own career, but for that of promoting singers into the future. You're tuned into Voice Box on KALW 91.7 FM San Francisco. KALW's voice box. And those were two examples of German art songs or Lieder written by Johann Brahms and performed by two of the last century's great female voices. The first track was Da Unten im Thaler, Down There in the Valley, sung by the soprano Elisabeth Schwarzkopf, accompanied by Gerald Moore on the piano. 
The second track, Botschaft, which means message, was performed by the contralto Kathleen Ferrier, singer whom we also heard at the top of tonight's show. The pianist was Phyllis Spur. In the studio with me tonight are the mezzo-soprano Kindra Sharich and Maxine Bernstein, the founder and director of Leader Alive, a San Francisco-based organisation devoted to promoting the art of leader. We just heard from two very fine but very different female voices. What does each singer bring to the songs they sing in terms of vocal quality? What do they what do they mean to you? Maxine and I have to say debated about including the Schwarzkopf in in the in, in the the samples that we're hearing tonight. Um and I I guess the thing that sort of that I think is really sweet about it is it it just seems very simple. There's a simplicity of the folk song element in it. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it doesn't feel like, you know, any kind of high art. I love the folk songiness Mm -hmm. of that particular clip. Well, let's talk a bit about the pianist's role in all of this. Tonight's show features the talents of several of of history's most revered accompanists. Gerald Moore, whom we just heard playing with Elizabeth Schwarzkopf in Da Unten im Thaler, is one such example. Kindra, what special skills and qualities do you look for in an accompanist when it comes to leader? I'm so glad that you're asking this question because I think oftentimes there's a misconception that there's sort of the, the singer... And then on some other tier is the pianist, and this is this perception is getting um, is improving over time. But um, I would like to say that it is absolutely a partnership. And when you look at the skill set of what pianists need to be capable of in order to be collaborative pianists, they have a huge task. They have to be with you for when you falter. Uh, they have to make help make you look good help help you to survive mm-hmm. sometimes some tricky spots and that's just sort of in a basic level mm. that's not an easy task but in terms of a um a musical collaborative sort of level you know you want somebody who is a musical match somebody who uh, you feel you can make music with who when you're on the same page um, or you, you, you need to feel that you are on the same page musically. Um, somebody who has the right temperament. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes somebody could be a little hyperactive or maybe too too relaxed. And you need to be with somebody who, when you have the pressure of performing, can meet you right there, can be right with you in temperament, in music making, and all those all those areas. So it's really a special relationship um, in the most beautiful sense to find a collaborator that you love to work with. So quite a few of the recordings we're playing tonight feature the pianist John Parr, which we talked about a little bit earlier. He's been working locally for some years and unfortunately he's leaving for Europe. It's it's, uh, sad for us here in the Bay Area, but um, I'm sure he'll be doing amazing things there. But um, what can you tell us about John Parr's contribution to the art of leader in the Bay Area? Oh, let me count the ways. <laughs> long, long before I was lucky enough to meet him, he had his own uh, series. He, he calls it basically British, but he would manage. He's an Englishman. He, he's an Englishman, but he would find ways to bring leader, to bring French art song, to bring something from any European country in, into the programming, but particularly a lot of leader. He's f- fluent both in the speaking and the musical idiom of 
of the German language in a way that I've seldom encounters. And he has a kindness in his way of imbuing this that I believe him sets him apart from almost anybody that I've ever met in, in, in this field. He is clearly at the top of his field, but he always talks across to singers. And that's very, very rare in in one so brilliant and profound. That's his great gift, I believe. Well, so far in the show, we've touched upon songs by Franz Schubert, Robert Schumann and Johann Brahms. Let's move on to another great composer of Lieder, Hugo Wolf. Now, Wolf is interesting because unlike these other composers outside of the world of Lieder, he's not very well known. We're going to hear two excerpts of songs by Wolf in a moment. But first, um, can I ask uh, you, Maxine and Kendra, or one of you, can you tell us anything about Hugo Wolf's contribution to the art of Lieder? Is there anything in particular that sets him apart? I think that one of the things that I noticed when I was a student, um, which I both admired and was also a little bit tricky for me, was that he was, um, there seemed to be a little bit of a brainy element of his music. It was so precise. His, His attachment to the text and of painting the text with every little nuance in the music seemed to me, at, at times, quite frankly, when I was, back when I was a student, a little bit fussy. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit tricky for me. But what I've come to now more recently is that it's actually quite ingenious. And I think when Wolf was at his best, he had the heart element aligned right right there with the with the brain element. But it's he's very interesting to sort of study his his pieces because he never um failed to sort of cross every T and dot every I. He knew exactly what he wanted at every moment. It's really interesting. Let's listen now to two examples of Hugo Wolf's craft as a leader composer. First up, we'll hear Ji Young Yang with pianist John Parr performing So last mich scheinen, bis ich werde. Let me seem until I become so, featuring words by Goethe. And then we'll hear Lottie Lehmann's Verborgenheit, meaning seclusion, with text by Eduard Morica. Now, this is an unusual version of the song, which we're including for a bit of fun. Lehmann is actually speaking rather than singing the words... Welt, o oh, lass mich sein, locket nicht mit Liebesgaben, lass dies Herz alleine haben, seine Wonne, seine Pein. Was ich traure, weiß ich nicht, es ist unbekanntes Wehe. Immer da, durch Tränen, sehe ich der Sonne Liebeslicht. Oft bin ich mir kaum bewusst, und die helle Freude zücket, durch die Schwere so mich drücket, wonniglich. Here on tonight's Voicebox Show, I'm chatting with Mezzo-Soprano Kendra Scharich 
and Maxine Bernstein, the founder and director of Leader Alive, an organisation which focuses on the teaching of leader and is based here in the Bay Area. We just heard the vocalist Ji Young Yang and pianist John Parr performing Hugo Wolf's So Last Mich Scheinen Bis Ich Werde, Let Me Seem Until I Become So, featuring words by Goethe. And then we heard the soprano Lottie Lehmann speaking the words by Eduard Morica to Verborgenheit, Seclusion, which Wolf also set to music. Maxine and Kindra, Lehmann is, of course, very well known for singing this song. Why did you wish to include this spoken version of the poem rather than the sung one tonight? Well, it's an interesting in that she was using it to demonstrate to a student in the many masterclasses that she taught. One of her most famous students was, in fact, Marilyn Horn. Uh-huh. And this was her way of teaching. I, I think that it's um, not always essential to separate the words from the music, that it works very well for some people and not others, and that there can be a danger of making the song too wordy or heady. But in the case of a singer who is very vocally fluent but not so connected to the material, this could be very helpful for that kind of a singer. I see. So, Kendra, do you spend time speaking the words of the leader you perform as well as singing them? And if so, what advantage does doing so have for you? I do speak the text and I just got the biggest kick out of the this Lehman clip mm-hmm. because I would be lying if I said I didn't do some sort of dramatic reading in my studio from time to time a la la Lotte Lehman but um, you know I think for me it helps me to feel more connected to the words and sometimes it's literally the literally the music of the sound of the language so oftentimes people have this idea that german is very harsh mm-hmm. i've never found it so no i don't find it so either but it's mm-hmm. something about the actual music that comes through the sounds of of the language that sometimes are so uh delicious yeah so and it's fun to kind of separate that sometimes from the music and just get that these poems so stand on their own merits. Do you think that it's important to have a working knowledge of German in order to perform these songs? Or could you, in fact, just tap into the musicality of the words without really even knowing what they represent in terms of meaning? Well, I think... um I think you actually can tap into the meaning of the words. I'm going to have a lot of people take issue with me in my saying that. Do do I personally think that you should know the translation and be and are you at an advantage on some level by having a, a working knowledge of German and studying it? I think absolutely, but it doesn't mean that you couldn't be completely ignorant of what you were singing and still move me on some on some level. Uh, so I don't think that the one necessarily excludes the other. But of course, my admonishment would always be to become as uh, skillful at the language as you possibly can. This is Voice Box on KALW.
You're tuned into Voice Box with Chloe Veltman. We're talking tonight about German leader. I'm chatting with mezzo-soprano Kindra Scharich and Maxine Bernstein, the founder and director of Leader Alive, an organisation which focuses on the teaching of leader and is based right here in the Bay Area. Leader are usually composed for one solo vocalist and a piano. But just now we had two examples of the form with orchestral accompaniments. First up was Kirsten Flagstad performing Richard Strauss's Sicily with the San Francisco Opera Orchestra under Gaetano Merola. The text was written by Heinrich Hart. And then we heard the lyric baritone Dietrich Fischer-Diskel singing under Wilhelm Fortwangler and the Philharmonia Orchestra. The song was Gustav Mahler's Wenn mein Schatz Hochzeit macht, When My Darling Has Her Wedding Day, which comes from the leader Eines Fahrenden Gesellen, Songs of the Wayfarer. The lyrics are by the composer himself based on a poem from Des Knaben Wunderhorn, The Youth's Magic Horn, a collection of German folk poems. So it's unusual, obviously, to have an orchestra playing with a, with a solo uh, vocalist for the leader, which are usually composed for the piano. And I really appreciated the fact that we included these songs in the playlist because they feature a local local artist, uh, at least local orchestra there, at least one of them. Um, what qualities do you think an orchestra brings to the performance of leader, Kindra? Well, one of the things that I appreciate about hearing something with orchestra is that the colors that are available to the composer seem much more vast um, sometimes than, than what you have at the piano. It doesn't take anything away from the piano, but it's just very interesting to hear all these different colors coming out of the orchestra. And also it's it seems that it the music, I mean, obviously it's going to be for a bigger hall, Mm-hmm. rather than this sort of small salon kind of mm-hmm. style uh, intimacy that you think of um, when you're talking about piano and mm-hmm. voice together. So I just think it's, in that sense, it's in- interesting and both are are lovely and, and wonderful. Well, let's hear from Marla again now, this time in a more intimate styling for just voice and piano. Here's the mezzo-soprano Christa Ludwig and the pianist Charles Spencer with Ich bin der Welt abandon gekommen, I am lost to the world, with words by Friedrich Rückert. And then we'll hear a song by Richard Wagner, Träumer, Dreams, performed by Heidi Melton, soprano, and pianist John Parr.
on tonight's Voice Box show, all about German leader. We just listened to mezzo-soprano Christa Ludwig and pianist Charles Spencer with Gustav Mahler's Ich bin der Welt abandon gekommen. I'm lost to the world, with words by Friedrich Rückert. And then we heard a song by Richard Wagner, Träume, Dreams, performed by Heidi Melton, soprano and pianist John Parr. In the studio with me are mezzo-soprano Kindra Scharich and Maxine Bernstein, the founder and director of Leader Alive. Kindra, I gather you've worked with Christa Ludwig. Can you tell us about that experience? What were the valuable things that you took away from your time with her? Well, I think oftentimes when you work with these people who are, who have, have such an incredible body of work behind them and who are so well known, um, part of what you get from them is simply spending time with them. That aura. With this iconic person. Yeah, exactly. The aura. And that's great fun. Mm. Um, and certainly, Krista Ludwig has a very big personality. So it, just on an entertainment level, <laughs> it was a lot of fun to be able to meet her for coachings and work with her at the Wiener Staatsoper. It was... Mm-hmm. On a romantic level, it was very satisfying, you know. Sure. But um, you know, on a, on another level, as far as the work that we did, you know, I think that her, the importance of the German text that she was able to convey to me, you know, she's obviously German and I'm not. Mm-hmm. So, as an American singer, um, it was very useful to hear what she had to say about how she was hearing my German, mm-hmm. um, and and also get her feedback on what things she would change. And then also, you know, artistically, um, she seemed... She, she's very funny because she would be so particular about doing a certain phrase in a certain way and, that, and then at the end say, well, but I don't really know how I did it. So, but <laughs> <laughs> so she would sort of... We'd spend all this time perfecting something to her ear and then she, she'd sort of say, well... Throw it out. But yeah, yeah, just kind of throw it out. So it was, it was great fun. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy to have had the opportunity for sure. So Maxine, how can you inspire a new generation of young singers to carry leader forward? By offering them the opportunity to work as in Kindra's case with Crystal Ludwig, as in several other singers' case with Thomas Hampson, with Marilyn Horne, and the other great leader singers who we will eventually either bring here to San Francisco or have our singers go to them to work with privately. How does the learning of leader help develop a singer's skills beyond this particular repertoire? I believe that it develops an intimacy in singing that ultimately benefits opera singing. I also feel very strongly that the wide, open vocal style of opera can be brought back into leader and have it sung in a more full-bodied way than has sometimes been traditionally associated with leaders. So I think there's there's a lot of give and take. It's all it's all singing. It's all singing after all. And I think that the above all, as I said, the the intimacy with the music. So can you tell us about what you've got lined up for Leader Alive in 2011? Actually we're incredibly fortunate. We will have June Anderson come and teach the art of singing for us, which she is uniquely equipped to do. She will uh, also gift us with a benefit recital. Mm -hmm. So we will hear her in full-fledged concert form, which is very exciting. And um, 
the repertoire that she will on which she will work is as yet to be decided depending on the singers who participate at that time. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to that. When's that going to happen? When's she coming to town? She will sing her concert on Friday, October the 14th and offer a public masterclass on Saturday, October the 15th. Well, it's sadly approaching the top of the hour. Uh, It's getting close to that moment where we have to say goodbye for another week. But I have one more question for you both, though, before you go. It's kind of a silly question, really, but it bears asking, given all the different beautiful tracks we've listened to this evening. Why are Lida often so sad? I mean, the playlist we heard (laughs) was so melancholy. I mean, I know there are some upbeat ones, but we didn't hear them tonight. Um, Is it just that these Germans are incapable of expressing happy thoughts or what? There are a number of leaders that are very lighthearted and uh, great fun. And there are even some very quirky songs in the bunch. I think that some of the ones that are the most lasting, some of the ones that touch me personally most deeply, and probably this is true of Maxine as well. Certainly. <laughs> happen to be the ones that have an an perhaps an air of melancholy to them. Um, But there's also so much depth there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that that's, in the end, for me, most satisfying. So perhaps the playlist that you heard tonight was slightly biased. (laughs) 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 But we hope that it um, showed that part of leader that's, you know, spoken to to us um, most profoundly. Well, I'd like to say an enormous thank you to Maxine Bernstein, founder and director of Leader Alive, and mezzo-soprano Kendra Sharik for joining me this evening. Thank you so much, Chloe. Thank you. If you'd like to find out more about Leader Alive, please visit the programme's website at www.leaderalive.org. Voicebox is produced at the studios of KALW in San Francisco. The series producer is Seth Samuel, the web editor is Victoria Lim, and the membership and development director is John Bischoff. Voicebox can only happen with support from our listeners. To find out how you can become more involved with Voicebox, including how to make a much-needed tax-deductible donation to keep us on the air, please visit our website at voicebox-media.org. And don't forget that you can now listen to the latest edition of Voicebox and any of the station's other great locally produced music programmes on demand via KALW's online music player. Listen in whenever you like at kalw.org music. You can also keep up with us on Facebook and via Twitter. And we love to hear from you, so please write to us at info at voicebox-media.org. On next week's show, join KALW's own Alan Farley and me for a special celebration of KALW's 70th anniversary Voicebox style. We'll be playing some of the hits of 1941, the year that the station was born. Please join us next Friday from 10 to 11pm here on KALW. I'll play us out with another track featuring the inimitable Krista Ludwig. Here's Vegan Lead or Lullaby by Brahms. The pianist is Charles Spencer. Have a songful week.